So the first two weeks of my podcasting journey has officially wrapped up. How did it go? Well, let me tell you. What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Walk With Wingfield podcast. Thank you for joining me. Hope that all of you listening are having a great day today. I'm your host, Brandon Wingfield, and this is episode five, where I'm going to start doing something a little bit different. I'm still at the very beginning stages of my podcasting journey and in an effort to keep myself on track and give you all an in-depth look into my experience, I'm going to start documenting my podcasting process over different periods of time, starting with this episode. I'm sure that there's a lot of you who have wondered what the process is like at the early stages and want to get an idea of what you could possibly expect to go through if you choose to pursue this or a similar path. Hopefully you will learn something from this and improve upon my experience and create a better starting point for yourself if you choose to do so. This episode is going to cover my first two weeks of podcasting, talking to you about how I found my process for creating episodes, publishing my first three episodes, getting people to listen, distributing on other platforms such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and others, and a lot more. So without further ado, let's get started. Let's start off with how the podcast was actually launched. So the first three episodes were published on January 7th, and it was actually a pretty spontaneous release. The original plan was to launch with five episodes in order to provide a solid range of content that you could expect to hear throughout the entire podcast. And I eventually decided to scrap or set aside two of the initial episodes, both of which were actually reviews. One of one, the first one being a movie review. And while I enjoyed the movie, I felt as though I didn't have enough to say about it that warranted making an episode. And it would have been making, I would have been making an episode for the sake of making an episode, which I don't want to do under any circumstances. And the other episode idea was a documentary review. And this one, I actually had a lot to say about, but struggled in putting my thoughts together in order to make a cohesive episode, something I'm still working on and hopefully getting better at doing. This one, I didn't necessarily scrap, but more so put to the side and decide I'll come back to later. I remember staying up the night before thinking about what my next move was going to be, mainly debating on if I wanted to stick with the idea of putting out five episodes. But ultimately, I decided to say, screw it. I'm putting the podcast off. I put the podcast off long enough. I have recordings dating back to March 14th of last year trying to make this podcast a reality. So when the clock hit 12 o'clock on January 7th, so 12 o'clock a.m., I hit the publish everywhere button on my first three episodes and I officially finally took the leap and became a podcaster. I remember I actually filmed myself republishing the episodes and that video is going to be on my Instagram and actually I'm going to pin it on my Twitter page if anybody wants to check that out and I'll put the links to both in the description. So let me know what you guys think about that. After I woke up that same morning, I immediately went to work on getting the word out about the podcast, starting with Twitter, then working my way into different Discord communities that I'm involved with, Instagram, and then, of course, my own Twitch channel. I had to figure out as many ways as possible not only to get the word out about the podcast, but how to strike people's curiosity enough to listen.
In order to accomplish this, I had to make it a point to share some form of content related to the podcast regularly, whether it be sharing previews of episodes using Anchor's convenient transcribed videos or reaching out to people and asking them to share it within their own communities. I was never that guy who just popped into someone's Twitch channel and immediately goes into promo mode. If someone asked me how I'm doing or what I've been up to, I responded by telling them that I'm doing great which I was, and I was either it was either because I was working on the podcast or I had just launched it. And that triggers a conversation that could potentially lead me to sharing it with other people. I'm still learning about the different ways or different methods of reaching people and turning them into listeners. Part of the podcasting process is pure trial and error. And as I learn about what methods produce the best results, I will be sure to share with those methods with you in the next update. During my conversations with others about the podcast, I learned something very important when it comes to getting people to listen, and that is that distribution and where people are able to listen matters. When you're first launching, your podcast is not immediately going to be seen on platforms like Spotify, Apple, or Google. Each place has their own time frame where they will take a look at your podcast and accept it onto their platform, making sure that the technical aspects fits, fits their criteria, some taking longer than others. To give you an idea, I'll lay out the timeline for when I was available on each platform that I'm on now. Remember, the podcast launched on January 7th, then Pocket Cast, another distribution channel, became available the following day. The most requested platform among the people who I've communicated with was hands down Spotify. Everyone wanted me to let them know when the podcast became available on Spotify. And that wouldn't happen until that Friday, January 11th. In the meantime, my problem was getting people to listen when I'm only available on two platforms, both of which people were mostly unfamiliar with and weren't inclined to adopt if they didn't already use it. Turns out there were some people who were willing to adopt Anchor, at least, in order to listen, and even favorited the podcast before it hit the other major platforms. And I was able to pick up just a little bit of traction when it comes to listens. Then, of course, January 11th came. And the funny thing is, I was actually in a live stream playing Hellblade Senua Sacrifice when I learned that the podcast was now available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public. The first thing I did was message or tweet all of the people who had told me to let them know personally when the podcast became available on Spotify. And that's when the listens really started to kick in. People were telling me they were downloading episodes, favoriting the podcast and everything else. And the analytics reflected reflected it definitely. Like I checked them and I just saw like a huge line just shoot up to the top. And I was just like, yep, okay, people are noticing. People are people are starting to notice. And as of January 21st, which is the two-week mark of this podcast. I am available on six of the 13 external platforms, and I'm still waiting on Apple Podcasts, which consists of a large chunk of the podcasting market. 
when I'm available on Apple and the other platforms, I, again, I will be sure to post an update on Twitter, Instagram, and the next document episode. Other than getting the podcast into the ears of listeners, my other major challenge throughout this process is nailing down my process for how I create these episodes. The biggest problem that held me back from launching this podcast almost a year ago is that I'm a perfectionist when it comes to pre-recorded content, and I'm not 100% confident in making these episodes live because I know I'm going to miss important points and not get all of the thoughts across that I would like. I had to find a happy medium that combats my perfectionism, ensures that I get as much of my thoughts into an episode as possible, and efficient enough to get episodes released in a timely manner. And for this, I practically type out these episodes in laying out the format, you know, of how I want the episode to flow from beginning to end, then translating from page to microphone. And it may be tedious to some, but in order to make the most effective episode I can, this is how I have to do it. And the only time I'm not doing this is if I'm having a live direct conversation with someone else or if I'm just you know, taking my live stream content and placing it onto the podcast. And one minor challenge that I encountered was being delayed in making episode four because of Anchor's web recording software, which was disabled due to updates for at least three, no more than four days. I didn't expect for it to go on that long, so I had to resort to recording episodes using the software Audacity. And it was a simple process. It required only like one or two extra steps, but it wasn't as convenient as having everything all in one place like I would have preferred with Anchor software. So now I have a backup just in case, you know, something like this happens again, but it's all part of the learning process. My purpose for the What Will Wingfield podcast is twofold. I want to share the content that I personally enjoy and really believe that more people should be aware of. And I also want to trigger something in the minds of you all listening about the different methods of content creation, exposing and utilizing the different tools of this continuous creative environment. I'm still at the very beginning of this journey and have a long way to go. I'm going to continue documenting my experience every so often. Maybe the next one will be in another two weeks when more significant updates should occur. But the reception so far has been overwhelmingly positive, and I want to thank everyone involved for your support. And if you have made it to the end of this episode, again, I thank you and hope that you will continue to walk with Wingfield or choose to if you haven't already.